is doing just fine Tell you walked up, frozen in time Now I'm caught up with all of these words on my mind Oh, your eyes intoxicate me like white wine So it's been taking me some time to get back up on my feet Welcome back to the movie Draft House. I'm your host, Mark, joined by other host, Jeff. You didn't do the Jeff. 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 There's six Fs in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little hyped up. A little hyped up tonight. You're getting 100% Jeffy Poopy. I love it. I love Jeffy Poopy. Welcome back. Uh, to the pod, music this month. Ooh, it's a new month and a new theme. Oh my the gosh! Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Praise, praise Jah. We are in a new theme. Yeah, um, uh, we needed it. So, uh, so music this month is brought to you by the band Hotel Fiction. Love the name. They, they are a a, a pop. Punk? Ooh, punk? Okay, so a, I listened. A, a pop. Yeah, did you? I, I, yeah, yeah. I listened to their album on uh, YouTube oh. Music. Okay. Um, and I I would throw the term maybe folk in there a little bit. It felt, but may, I, did, I don't know. You go ahead. Go ahead. How do they describe themselves? Uh, I mean, I don't know how they describe themselves. You'd have to ask them. But I describe them as a pop punk duo. Uh, with the song Think Twice. And you can catch their music wherever you get your music from. Catch the show notes from the pod. We appreciate them letting us use their music for this podcast. We think they deserve more ears. Give them yours. Hotel Fiction, Think Twice. There you go. Now, I have a question. Have you ever had any of them like reach out and said, Hey, uh, Mark, we listen to the pod. And we've changed our minds. We no, want our music surprising, back. Surprisingly good, not. Good, good Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just wondering. No, let, now, it could be because I only sent half of them the links to the pod. So um, so I think they've only like heard bits and pieces. Okay. But they've all been on board with the premise so right. and we have good we I've got music lined up until about the summer Ooh. and it's all and it's all dynamite. all Jeffy poopy after that baby okay so this month uh this theme uh is I don't know it's not really a theme it's more of a rule set I guess where Mark and I exchanged a short list of actors that we do not like and have challenged the other to provide us with a movie that will sway us on that particular actor. So, for example, I'm not a huge fan of Juliet Moore. And uh, Mark decided not to give me anything because he thinks that, that uh, distaste for her acting is so well ingrained that there's nothing I could do to fix it. And, uh, you know, he's probably right. Yeah, I didn't want to give you any low-hanging fruit. Well, you've been stealing uh, that from me. It's not really my phrase. I mean, it's been around a long time, but I said it once on the pod, and you've been saying it ever since. 
<sighs> interesting. I mean, it's interesting that you've coined the phrase. Lying. I didn't coin the phrase. It's just that I. Uh... Anyway, so uh, so Mark is up first. He has uh, provided me. Yeah. I gave him a list, and on that list was Owen Wilson. Um, and talking about low hanging fruit, I think that this might. Of the people on my list, I think this might be the easiest one to try to sway me on because, like I said, I liked him in Loki, so there's there's at least something there, right? Some. No, but, like, explain why you do not enjoy Owen Wilson. It's um, it's more his inflection and the, the his the, voice. The delivery of lines. Uh, it's just kind of, I can't do, th- but it's like... Oh, I don't know why you want to mess with it. It's this humming sort of why I can't do an impression of the guy, but it's just that is why. And then I mentioned like if you go and watch Starsky and Hutch where he's on the couch with the two women and he's just so gross there and it just he's the worst of the Wilson brothers. Um, Oh, give me Luke 100 percent of the time. Oh, God. You don't like Luke Wilson? No, I did not say I didn't like Luke Wilson. But, like, I mean, when we're choosing Wilson brothers. Oh, Luke's on top. <laughs> it's Luke, then Beef Supreme, because I don't know his actual name. He's a Wilson. And then Owen. Owen's on the bottom. <laughs> when describing Wilson brothers, remember that Jeff said that Luke's on top. Oh, anyway. okay. Anyway, you're just gonna pass it, by that beef supreme. Okay, you've seen *Idiocracy*, <laughs> right? Yes. All right, I love that movie. So, it, uh, what you oh gave to me is *No Escape*. Uh, starring... No Escape. It's no. It's star. It's of course it's starring Owen Wilson, but it also stars Lake Bell and also your boy Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan! What a magnificent creature he is. He's. I mean, he is. I could watch him do like I could watch him sell handbags on QVC. I yeah. Could uh, you yeah. not? Could I know, you? I not? totally could. I know there's several movies we've watched where I just wish I was watching that instead. <laughs> this this movie is directed by John Eric Dowdle. Dowdle? Dowdle? Dowdle. Anyways, uh, he is a, a writer director who doesn't have much. I mean, he d- he does have some acting credits, but or not acting, directing credits, but probably nothing you've seen before. Uh, or as be- as above, so below. It's that looks movie. like a devil movie. I don't do devil movies. Waco. Uh, I think I started Waco, and you I don't was do like, devil movies. You don't do devil music. Yeah, I'm de- I, what devil do you do? It's kind of this thing about the devil that, you know, I always oh, got a movie directed that called Devil. Ah! Oh, that I thought Shyamalan directed that. He just wrote it. Are you looking are you looking at his acting or writing no, credits? His or? directing credits. Well, yep, Devil. Yeah, he Bro. directed that's a Shyamalan written piece. I thought Shyamalan directed it. Anyway, uh yeah, apparently he's got horror in his background and I think that that helps him in this movie. Yeah, no, he, for sure. Let's let's get the IMDb uh, synopsis out of the way real quick. In their new overseas house, an American family soon finds themselves caught in the middle of a coup, and they frantically look for a safe escape from an environment where foreigners are being immediately, immediately executed on sight. 
on site. I mean, that's it. That's the that's the plot. Um, I yeah, and it's. I Mark was watching it and he messaged me. He's like, I forgot how tense this was, and then I texted Mark, you know, that GIF of the frightened Kermit the Frog, uh, yeah, because this movie is intense. Like once it gets going, it, it's just a constant barrage of just close calls, narrow escapes. Uh, I mean, just uh, a thrill a minute, if you will. It's it's to the point where it's uncomfortable. Uh, the, uh, like there was the, a scene that I was definitely uncomfortable with. Um, well, I, yeah, the rape scene. You, well, uh, I know. How fortunately, you it didn't happen. You know, right. it was attempted. Uh, but I was about to like. I, I don't like it. I don't want it in the movies. I, you know, they're an escape. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, no, <laughs> the real world's ugly enough. <laughs> the uh, no, the 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 movie is super tense. It it is one of the most stressful movies that I've seen uh, in a long time, and it's and, and it borders on the uncomfortable aspect, just because it is so tense and stressful. And, and I would even use the term scary at points. The, yeah, it, there, yeah, there's a scene where. She's in the hotel room, and I don't. I, I, I'm not trying to recap this whole thing here. We'll get into that in a minute. But there's a scene. She's in her hotel room. She's been told that there's some sort of revolt or something going on, and she looks through the peephole in the door, and in the other side of this, it's apartment or hotel. Uh, the the room across from hers, the door is busted open. There's a guy with a bloody machete murdering the people. Then they murder the people next door. And you're it's the whole time you're like, just be quiet. Maybe they won't come in here. And then they start banging on the door. I thought it was just tense and scary. And that, to me, was the scene that kind of was like the scene that kind of got me like, whoo, this is a real movie. Yeah, no, for sure. It, so, uh... Owen Wilson, the the main, the main the reason actor, why we're all the, here. The reason why we're watching this movie plays the character Jack Dyer, Dwyer, who is what is it? Dwyer, D W Y E R. Dwyer. Sure, are you sure? I'm looking at the IMDb right now. Yeah, no, no. Are you sure it's pronounced that way? Have you ever heard would, of a silent W? Would you stake the claim that you know how that? Name is pronounced. I'll stake the claim that I know what a Western film is. Okay, listen. I'm as confident in that as I am. You said you were. You said you were past it. The pronunciation of the word to wire. D W Y E R. And we don't we don't call them westerns anymore. We call them Jeffsters. Okay, it's because only Jeff knows what a western is. Okay, then you explain to me of all the things that we could fight about why we should not pronounce the W in the name D W Y E R Dwyer. Why does it sound like an I all of a sudden? Dire. So should we call it Jire? Jire? What? Because that's only you pronounce no. it that way? What? It's a it's a Jeff it's a it's a Jeffable. A a a Jeff? No, it's not. It's not a GIF or a GIF. First off, it's GIF. <laughs> Secondly, hey Google, how do you pronounce D W Y E R? Dwyer, thank you, Google. 
We can continue. The third host of the pod has spoken. Okay. Uh, my apologies. You offended Google the has... entire Dwyer family. <laughs> anyway. All right. So Owen Wilson plays Jack Dwyer. Of all the things I thought that I was going to have to fight you on. I just never. It, it never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> and he is. He has a new job for a company uh, that is responsible for water. Somehow. Water water in a third world country. Fourth world country. They do specify. Fourth world country. But they never name the country. It's a, it's, it's Thailand. Under... Sure, but they don't name it. Okay. Um, yeah, you, I, I think, yeah, I agree. I had to Google it. Like while I was yeah. watching it, I was like, Where right. does this Thailand take is place? next to Vietnam. <laughs> right. Also, that checks out. I checked that out too. When they go to Vietnam in the end, I was like, wait so, a minute. I thought so, Thailand was an island. Nope. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's not Thai Island. It's Ooh. Thailand. Um, you ever watch the show anyway. Too Hot to Handle? Never mind. Anyways, uh, that's not for this pod. Ooh. Um, too hot to handle is the after dark version of this podcast. Um, so Owen Wilson takes his family across the world for this new job in Thailand. Unknown. I mean, it's Thailand, but it's never stated that it's Thailand. I think I think that's on purpose, mostly because yeah, no, they don't want to get sure. in trouble with other Thailand. countries, governments, and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but and so like the the movie starts out there. They're on a plane. Now, and actually, before this, the very first opening scene is a cold opening where there's this server who brings drinks to, like, a, I don't know, some sort of ruler in Thailand and some white guy, yeah. right? And uh, they do a, some sort of business deal, and there's, like, a bodyguard who escorts white guy out. He hears gunshots, goes back in to find the the ruler the chancellor whatever title he has of this nation dead and uh a group of i would call them uh what was it, revolutionaries um have insurgents ins they're not insurgent to me insurgent makes it sound like they're coming from outside i don't know i can't fight you on that i'm not that confident <laughs> in it um but there's certainly they're all kind of denoted by these red scarves. That's kind of something that happens in the movie where you know the difference between just the people who are locals and the people who are part of this uh, group of insurgents, if you will. Because, hey, Google, what does insurgent mean? Um, rebel or a revolutionary. Hey, we were both right. Okay. okay. Yeah, for, for some reason, it. my phone that's a, that that's, that's a that's win a, for me. And me. Um because I was right as well. The revolutionaries <laughs> and insurgents. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. No, oh, they, the, the cold opening. And, and yeah. He, and look, this guy, he's he's a bodyguard, but. Terrible he, bodyguard. Yeah, no, he, he's really <laughs> bad at his job. And so he while he's. one job. So while he's putting the guy in the car, everybody dies. Yeah. He comes and he comes back, and the, the 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 leader of the insurgency is is there, and and bodyguard guy just slits his own throat, and he's like, "I'm out." Well, and I mean, that's I that's I mean, honestly, 
if you're gonna have a choice, <clears throat> what do they, what do they call that in Japan? And it's Harry Carey is what I'm or Hari Kari. I'm not asking Google how to say that, but it's something like that. <laughs> or maybe that's the wrong country. Listen, I don't know, but I know that that's a heck of a way to start a movie. So there, so we got to Seppuku. Owen Wilson. That's what it's called, Seppuku. Okay, I think that depends on the country. It's Japan. Oh, okay, you did specify Japan. What's Harry Carey? I don't hey, know, Google, but... what's Harry Carey? Not the baseball guy. Oh, God. <laughs> no, shut up. Oh, God. Hey, Google, stop it. Maniac. Apparently, Harry Carey is a baseball guy. Okay. Um. So they're on a plane. Uh, Mr. Owen Wilson has lost his job or had trouble at work, and now he's taking a job here overseas. Uh in uh, the country not known as Thailand, he's bringing his family with him, which is his wife and two little girls. And um, you can tell that there's a little tension there because she doesn't necessarily want to go. And he's like, well, this is what we have to do. I don't know. Like the wife didn't want to go. I don't blame her. Right. I mean, I know that people can fall upon hard times. But what kind of pay is he getting where he's going to up his family? It's got to be astronomical. But then where they take him is, a, I guess, the best hotel in the country or whatever. But it's pretty dumpy still. <laughs> well, it's it's got all the other Americans in it. Yeah, there are a lot of Americans. Anyway, um, so the ne- it's like they get into their, their, well, okay, on the bus ride. Or the airplane. Uh, they meet Pierce Brosnan's character, uh, Harry. He's got one name, Hammond. Um, as all the best people in the world do, they have one name. Yep. And uh, Pierce Brosnan is, uh, seems like a nice guy, but just kind of weird also, too. Like, something's kind of up with him. Uh, like he tells he tells Owen Wilson's daughter that he fought a tiger, and, and the tiger came out worse because he's got a, got a tiger claw around his neck and like that's like badass on like on the surface but then you start thinking about it, you're like oh this guy's psychotic yeah yeah why is he telling why is he telling my eight-year-old this yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like what <laughs> um yeah harikari a ritual suicide by disembowelment practiced by the japanese sar- samurai once again we're both correct um <laughs> All right, so this is how they meet this guy. When they get off the plane, uh, Pierce Brosnan is is friendly and offers advice. They don't. These guys you're going to meet up first. They're not actually taxi drivers. They're trying to just bilk you for money. And he had booked, or he was supposed to, through his new company he works for, have a, a taxi booked, but it didn't happen. So he gets a ride with a guy named Kenny Rogers. Um, he has another name, but he just goes by Kenny Rogers because he's the biggest Kenny Rogers fan in the world. He drives the Kenny Rogers bus. He plays Kenny Rogers and sings along with it while they're on the road trip. I loved this guy. Yeah. I thought he was great. And I think one thing I liked about this character is he's barely on screen, but they do enough with him in the brief moments he has 
where I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I find him an entertaining character and just... He's charming. Yes. Yeah, he just... I think part of that comes from just the charisma of the performer. Sure. Uh, and I think I think he did a great job for barely being on screen. He was very memorable. Yeah, and, and <laughs> so he takes... He takes uh, Owen Wilson's family to their hotel where they check in and uh, they get put up in a room and they're told that there's no internet, I think. I think no, the, so what was it? There's no, they turn on the TV, none of the channels work. Right, so it's right. like, okay, I'll get on the phone and I'll call the front desk to let them know. The front desk phone doesn't work. And so he's like, okay, now this is already, his wife is already like not wanting to be here. And now on top of it, nothing works. And so well, he goes and, down and she, But like, go wait, wait, yeah. she goes, she goes into like the bathroom of the hotel room and like, she's like crying on the floor. That's later. But yes, because she's, is, is it later? I would be too. I don't blame her because, all right, let me, okay, this might. I don't want to go too deep down this, but of the two, I, all right. <sighs> Hold it together. Okay. Um, go ahead. No, it's that. Hey, hey love, you know, I listened to a podcast. Oh, called LeVar Burton reads. Oh yes. I've heard of this. Where, Tell me about it. Where he, uh, before he starts reading a, sh- uh, a piece of short fiction, uh-huh. he, he asks everybody that's listening to take, take a, a deep breath. You go. take a deep breath, and then he begins. Let's begin. Did so you be- actually listen, or you just? No, you're lying again. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, where were we? You've just one of these days. You're gonna uh, next time. You're just like stressed out. Like you get home from work. It's been a crazy day. I. Dare you to put on an episode of Lavar Burton reads? Okay, I dare <laughs> one, you. One day I'm going to do it. What? Do it. I want you to. And you'll come back. And you'll be like Jeff. You're right. I took that deep breath. Lavar <laughs> Burton read me a damn story, and I was centered once again. Damn it. All right. It doesn't sound like you're centered right now. Well, because I yeah, Lavar is not reading to me. You <laughs> pretending to be Lavar is not the same thing. Now. I was going to talk about Lake Bell, who plays Annie Dwyer in this film. And uh, I think she's excellent in the role. I think the more so than what Owen Wilson gets to work with, I think she gets to show a lot more range. There's times where she's broken down. There's times where she's tough. There's times when she's angry. Um, and I think she uh, does a fantastic job. Um in this I'll, I'll agree that she's she's very good in the role, but I will disagree in the fact that she's given more to work with. Uh, okay. What, when is the last time you saw Owen Wilson kill a man? Okay, that You ain't never seen it before. I you ain't never seen I, it before. He killed he no, killed it. He killed that man with a lamp. Okay. You're interrupting me. I'm pretty sure he killed someone in that Jackie Chan movie, right? Shanghai Noon. Anyway, I don't know. I, I don't watch that many Owen Wilson films. And that's also, okay, my point is, okay, all right. All right, fine. I'll spoil what I think of Owen Wilson in this. 
my point is, is that both of them are given chances to show range in their acting. I'm not necessarily talking about the actions that their characters have to take. I'm talking about okay. when they're presented in a moment to evoke some sort of emotional response or to perform uh, their lines in a way that feels natural and part of what's happening. I think she kills him, slays him, because I don't think while he's not bad, he's also not good in the sense that he doesn't rise up to that level. Like there's a lot of heartfelt scenes with him and his family and his daughters. And there's one at the end and she carries them. And he's just there to recite his lines, Kevin Costner style. Spoilers for oh God. not later, but it, oh God. <laughs> like I got how are you already shitting on Kevin Costner? <laughs> I have I never doubt my ability. Okay. We're 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 legit we're two like, weeks, three weeks away. away. Yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that. But I'm just saying I can't think of another actor. Off the top of my, he's just on my brain is all. But another actor who, I guess I'm gonna make the I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the case for Owen Wilson. Okay, he's his um his acting range before I had seen this movie, and this is my second time seeing this movie. Before I'd seen this movie, I was. Not like you, but like I, he's he'd been typecast. He's tight. He, he in my mind, he was typecast into these kind of deadpan comedic roles. Yeah, I he was always like opposite your Vince Vaughn's, and right. I always thought that he was the weakest part of any comedy he was in. Like the the Starsky and Hutch movie, I hate. Like he's he's alongside Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller slays him. I, I just and that's kind of the I, thing. Well, I also think that's because Owen Wilson has a certain delivery. I agree. That doesn't that only it it only really shines in certain sort of environments, and the that environment is like this. Uh, he's in another. He's in a Woody Allen movie. I forget the name of it. Uh, something in Paradise. But anyways, he. he he fits more in a in a film that's kind of slow that that his his delivery cadence behind all of his why? lines why right I, I, I wish i could do i've heard some people do some amazing owen wilson impressions i wish i could do one right now i just can't i it's <laughs> i i i i legitimately think that he fits a certain role and like Loki, kind yeah. of fit fine. That, that and that's that kind of my point, right? Is that you? I agree. He has a certain role in a certain place. He fits, and I would say that's because he doesn't have a lot of range. He can't delve into the. What's the last time you you saw an Owen Wilson performance that got you verklempt? You know what I mean? What like, is verklempt? I don't know what the fuck that word means. You didn't watch Saturday Night Live? All right, fine. Like choked up or, okay. you know, emotional at least. I know you're a, a big macho guy and you don't cry. 
And um, watch the movie Blue Bayou, and I, t- I dare you not to cry. I will. I cry. I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. No spoilers. Okay. Um, so, listen. Like, all right. So, And I'm just saying that Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson doesn't have, at least in my opinion, a movie in his catalog that shown me him actually being more than just playing Owen Wilson. Okay. So the, in, in this film, No Escape, you didn't give him a second thought playing a, a kind of an action action star. I mean, he did. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of action in this movie. Okay, where Owen Wilson is the he he's kind of the moving part in the action sequence. Yeah, I and and I think why and I see what you're saying. And no, I don't. I I think the role calls for him to be decisive and act the way he does but i don't think that's an action hero in the sense he's not like john wicking the revolutionaries the insurgents if you will um but more protecting his family and i think because of the family nature of it uh dara calls for him to be more emotional uh there's a scene where his wife is in grave trouble and uh, you know, he yells, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, da, da, da. But later on in the movie, there's a scene where him and his daughter is in trouble and his wife shows up and her anger I buy way more than his anger. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not tr- trying to, to poop on him, to poop on him. I just don't think he has the range to make me believe the performance he's putting in, where as... Uh, the actress that plays his wife in this does, uh, and I I can I can get behind that line of thinking. If all of is 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 as as if you are looking at it completely from the the acting lens, you know, um, and while that's half of this movie. Is that hey, you know, Owen Wilson has to portray a believable character. Yes, I mean the audience has to believe that he's right, willing to this, do anything for his family. This is a movie that is grounded and set in a reality close to ours, whereas something like John Wick is a more heightened right. reality, right? And yeah. so I, I I expect an organic performance in this role. So w- when I first saw this movie. It's such a departure from anything I had ever seen, other than like maybe the the fifteen minutes he's in Armageddon. He where, was in that. <laughs> yeah, and he he was one of the first ones killed on the asteroid. Oh, um, good, good, good. <laughs> and so, like, I hadn't seen Owen Wilson in another action movie since then, and like seeing him here as this like. Action story. I mean, he's playing opposite Pierce Brosnan in half of this movie. Oh, Pierce Brosnan, so good. No, no, but like you could, you could transpose Pierce Brosnan and Owen Wilson's character, and I think you'd get the same performance. Well, uh, maybe, but I don't know that I have that many Pierce Brosnan roles that I would point to as being evoking emotion. You know. True. That true, that, but like I'm specifically talking about the action part of the sure, movie. yeah. I have nothing, there's no and problem. I think, I think it's such a departure from everything that Owen Wilson has 
ever done before. But that again, you, uh, he's that not you have to martial arts. Cons- no, he's not martial like, arts. Like, what's the big action piece where he throws his family off a building? I mean, what? No, I mean, but constant. I mean, he's 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 climbing up a, a hotel uh, side of the building. He's he's rolling into Panicked. right, but uh, and, and the thing, and he's not. Okay, yes, there's a lot of action. I don't think that the character is necessarily that adept at action because he's a guy who works for a water company. Right. And so right. I think what he's doing works, but I'm not like, there was no point that we were like, oh, holy cow, this guy is Van Damme. Oh, you know, it's he's, he's in he, a, a Liam Neeson style action flick where. I don't think anyone will accuse Liam Neeson of being some sort of badass other than just being an amazing actor. But, you know, the action is competently directed and I'm not. And and he's on film doing the action. So I'm with you. So the the after this insurgency starts in this country, uh, Owen Wilson and his family quickly find themselves on the run and they've they're they're they find a map and they're like we got to get to the embassy yeah hope is the u.s embassy right and they finally get to the embassy and this this movie is very linear it's not there's there's no yeah you know it's a simple uh, hidden meaning behind the plot now Uh, we didn't we were skipping right over the probably what I think is the set piece of the film where, so they're in a, a a high rise hotel and um, they're trying to escape and they run into Pierce Brosnan. Was it Pierce Brosnan that told him to get to the roof? Yeah. Yeah. So Pierce Brosnan says, you guys get to the roof and they get up there and there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, vacationers and, and people who aren't native to, uh, Thailand or the unnamed country that's right next to Vietnam uh, on this roof and they're looking over the edge and there's all the the insurgents down there and they're like hey stay away from the edge you could get sniped or whatever but then a helicopter shows up and and I this is like cut you see it coming from a mile away but they're like, hey, we're saved. I'm like, right. Bitch, we're 30 minutes into this movie. You ain't saved. <laughs> and they, the guns start shooting down on the roof. And um, But the, the set piece is, is there's a building next to the one that they're on. And there's some sort of collapsed structure that blocks the view of the bad guys. And so Owen Wilson is like, we need to get to that roof. You need to jump over there, honey. And then I'm going to throw the kids at you. And he does. And I think that there are moments in this where I'm like, oh, yeah, you'd have to do that. Like there's specifically when he's getting ready to throw his little girl. She's like, I don't want to do it. He goes, "Okay, all right, I'm not going to do it. And she calms down and then he throws her, you know, and I'm like, I guess you would have to lie, but she's going to need therapy now. Um (laughs) And then, you know, but at least she's a lie. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that what you have to do, death? right? No, I'm totally on board with it. That is a uh, that is a moral dilemma. And I think he made the right decision. And then so like his young, his oldest daughter's like sees this. So she knows you can't believe him. And so she starts running. Well, he ties her up with a belt 
after uh, a botched attempt to throw her, and it almost kills both of them, and he lobs her over. And, and then finally, Owen Wilson jumps, and now they're on a different, maybe safer building. Yeah, and, and that's what really starts the, hey, we got to get to the embassy. Well, uh, so they go into this office building because there's a tank outside. And the tank blows up this top floor of this office building that they're in. Yeah, but every every like scene of this movie is super stressful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's very tense. The directing is very good throughout this movie. And I didn't anticipate talking about the director, John Eric Dottle. I believe it's Dowd- pronounced Dwyer. <laughs> very well could be. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, this dude does a fantastic job with, because this movie is not long at all. He does it's a fantastic a beautiful job with moving the characters from scene to scene without there being any downtime, really any downtime. The only right. downtime in this movie is when they spend a very small p- amount of time on another rooftop with Pierce Brosnan's character. Oh, I could spend all day on a rooftop with Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> now, they, uh, so, and also, the 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 suspense and the directing around that is uh, very good. As someone who's seen uh, every film directed by the master suspense Alfred Hitchcock, I think this gentleman is doing a much better job. (laughs) So (laughs) the very good tense scenes uh, and consistently throughout the film. But I mean, the, uh, this guy, John Dowdle uses the environment to create tension. And like uh, in the, the office building scene where the top floor gets blown up by a tank, Owen Wilson and his family hide under some rubble but they they uh Owen Wilson pulls a dead guy genius kind of over right it's and I was I mean, like it's oh like, genius when he did it I was like oh great like and that's good like I, writing I guess but just it's common I mean it's common sense well, like, yeah it's would, one of those things where maybe I don't you say it's common sense but I don't know would you think of it in that moment you know like I, I you're mean, panicked I don't, I don't know I mean you'd hope to but launch a tank tank round at me but. right uh, but i just was what he did i'm like oh that's good like and that's yeah, what you and then, want and then, and then the 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 insurgents come in into like and they're they're killing everybody that's left alive and uh owen wilson's fan him and his family are under this rubble and they can see out but you know it's implied that the the bad guys can't see in and they're just going around killing it, and they come by the dead body that's blocking the entrance to the rubble. And uh, one guy pushes pushes on the body of the dead guy and he leaves it alone because the guy's dead. And, like, it's just, it's super tense because the, the camera pans to Owen Wilson's face, to his kid's face, to his wife's face, and they're all they're all scared. And and I don't, I don't remember if this was the, the scene where... She pees uh, her pants? Yeah, the daughter yeah. says she's got to pee. Which is and, just... And Right, like, brutal because it's like just uh, oh, you know, she's gonna need therapy after this. Um, right, she'll need therapy for this. But it reminded <laughs> me, uh, uh, I know you've seen this film because it's one of the great classics in cinema history. And Dumb and Dumber, when they get uh, they're on their way to Aspen, and and Harry's like, Hey, when you get a chance, I gotta pee. And Lloyd's like, Just go, man, just go, 
basically the same scene. I mean, basically. There's some subtle differences, but... Uh, yeah, one there in Aspen. <laughs> I, 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 I just think the, the directing behind this movie is so good that it actually amplifies the performances of Lake Bell and especially the uh the older daughter. I thought she was very I, good. I and, think both kids did a pretty good yeah. job for and, especially being child actors. And there's a scene in the movie where Owen Wilson's trying to get a gun and his wife sees him in trouble. So she has to leave the kids kind of hiding in this shrubbery yeah and so she goes to leave and the the look on her oldest daughter's face of panic now that no parents are with her i thought was very accurate and i wonder what the director did to that poor child to to make her react in such a way or if she's just that skilled it's well i mean that might be both but i just think that the like we, we watched this movie to see owen wilson and we watch this movie to hopefully s- kind of sway your opinion on Owen oh, Wilson. Oh, I actor. thought you were going to say catch Brosnan with his shirt off. But yes, also. Did Brosnan ever take his shirt off? No, man. Oh. Zero out of five stars. <laughs> the, uh, I just, I think this movie d- does such a good job. The tension aspect of this movie and how much it feels like a horror film? Oh yeah, is so well done. And I think that there's something it, it, scarier about this sort of horror. Well, and, and because it's of, real, right? It's something yeah, that this, it, it plays on. It plays on your thought process of, hey, if this ever happened to my family, what would I do? Well, and that, and you're in a country you're not familiar with. They right. establish that. None of them speak the local dialect. And, you know, you're trying. You're, so you're already a, a fish out of water. And now you're dealing with, you know, insurgents and imminent death. And just I think that's where I think the movie succeeds the most is being able to give you a sense of helplessness and, and this edge of your seat. Um, and it does throughout the entire like an hour, 40 some minutes of runtime. Mm hmm. It makes you feel like you're a part of what's going on up until the the final sequence of the film. It's it's very, oh, my God, what's going to happen? I got to sit on the edge of my seat. And I, I think the choice of casting Owen Wilson in a movie like this deserves some applause uh, because he's somebody they that can get. Well, I don't. I don't necessarily agree. Is because I mean, the, this was a this was a Weinstein film Ugh. before the, before a twenty four. There was Weinstein. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh lord! And, I saw and, that and, at the beginning. I'm like, oh, this guy. Right. And Weinstein, the his you know production studio was the was the studio where everybody went to get their their smaller indie type films made. Okay, and so have you? You've seen Scream Three, right? Yeah, I've got Scream on the brain because it's the other movie in theaters right now. I want to go see. Uh, in Scream I take Three, it you did not double feature, which is another Weinstein production. Yeah, one of the plots in that is a movie executive who sleeps with young women 
to get them parts and rolls well, in you, a Weinstein production. You gotta, you gotta kind of put yourself out there. I guess to, that they they say create what you know, and that's yeah. Harvey's deal. What a piece of shit that guy is. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so they go. Stay tuned for Harvey Weinstein month. Never. I, I mean, it'll probably happen just because he's produced so many films just on accident, but it's never consciously decided. That guy's a piece of shit. And I talk about pooping on people, but I would lay a hot lava dump all in his fucking ear. <sighs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very aggressive. Uh, Thank you, Jeff. I, I don't know what to say. However, I just agree. Think... Hold my hand while I do it. That's what yeah, I need sure. right now in this I, moment. I don't want to. As I'm evacuating my bowels from the Doritos Locos Tacos that I just had right beforehand into the ear canal of Harvey Weinstein, I need you with me. <laughs> I I am with you. Uh, the man should not be anywhere near anything that has to do with a movie ever again. Or women. Um, period. Or women. Including, but, I mean, like, yeah. he's got money, so... We're already at a disadvantage. Mm. The the thing one day, about one, so, one day. Someone will listen to this pod and we'll see the breaking news. Harvey Weinstein, his house had an invader who took a dump right in his ear <laughs> after eating spicy sushi. <laughs> that, Wait, Taco Bell serves spicy sushi? And that's going to give you the most disgusting anyway okay that's enough poop talk um that's enough poop talk so uh, they so, go, yeah go ahead I'll, I'll let you get us on track no it's uh so they 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 get to the family gets to an embassy and they're the probably the most tense scene in the movie is they uh owen wilson hijacks uh uh not hijacks but he steals a scooter yeah i don't think anyone has ever hijacked a scooter <laughs> he, he if i'm gonna a whip out a gun and carjack someone. I'm not going to take a Vespa. Call me crazy. But go ahead. I'm sorry. They, they, uh, he steals a scooter, and the whole family gets on said scooter, and they all got like... Now, I don't know if you were thinking this, but when you get four people, two adult human beings and two children on a Vespa that is designed to hold one, maybe two people, I half expected this thing to not work. Yeah, me too. Oh, well, that's one way to agree with me. Okay, go ahead. Just no, me trying to have a talking point about a film. You know, try to keep it entertaining. Thought maybe well, we could do a bit on this. I mean, you can just still do the bit. So anyway, they get in the get in the Vespa, and they start leaving town. This is where you pick it up. Have you seen the the Pixar movie? Uh, I think it's Bruno. Dumb and Dumber. What's, no, it's. Uh, it's no, I have Bruno. not. Something, something Bruno. Bruno Mars. No, it's not Bruno Mars, but it's something. It's a Pixar movie. I don't watch Pixar movies. The last one I think I've seen is Wall-E. Well, no, Incredibles two. That's not. Wally is Pixar. That's the don't... last Pixar movie you saw. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Are you are you kidding me? Nope. I oh, can't God. remember. I can't remember any other ones that I've seen since then. I know they had Inside Out, and then they had. Uh, what was was in, Inside Out was the one with the emotions, right? I heard that's a good one. 
Inside Out is a very good Pixar film. Uh, they had what was the last one? They Soul was last year. Okay. Do any of these films have a scene where a guy goes to a buffet and eats six pounds of General Sal's chicken and goes to Harvey Weinstein's house? No, but I feel like they should. I need that in a film stat. I feel like there should be some sort of film like that that Pixar has done (laughs) at Disney. Specifically out of Pixar, please. Yeah, no, I mean, we got ideas for movies over here. I right, listen. If Pixar wants, if Disney Pixar wants to go ahead and put some, throw some money behind the podcast. Yeah, I've got two. We do that, and then we do Cosby, and we just <laughs> okay. Listen, <laughs> I apologize, Mark. I, can we? All right, so they listen. get to the embassy right yeah. after going through a group of insurgents and in another tense scene, but uh, of course the embassy's been taken over. I don't know. Why they thought the embassy was just going to be totally fine? I I I don't know either. I mean, I figured, I mean, I guess it's your only hope, maybe. But they're you know they get to the embassy and Owen Wilson's like, hey, I'm gonna go and check it out, and I'm like, oh, bro, you're gonna get shot, and you know he he jumps some makeshift fence and he says some some bullshit line about they they wouldn't have built this wall unless they were. They were, you know, legit or some shit. Uh, <laughs> and it's a wall built out of like burned ass tires. tires and yeah. <laughs> this is clearly the U.S. government's doing. I mean, listen, I mean, if you're talking about U.S. infrastructure, maybe tires. All right. I got it. Um, but like, typically the U.S. doesn't skimp on embassy infrastructure? In I don't think so countries. either. Yeah. Uh, but, so- I, I mean, this there have been embassies that have been attacked, and there have been casualties. I don't yeah, know if they've actually sure. been totally deposed, you know, like totally run out, but, um, you know, it certainly has happened where there's at least been casualties. Yeah, so Owen Wilson discovers at the guard shack of this embassy a, a dead soldier's and he's like, oh, shit. Uh, and then as he's running away from the embassy, like the second floor of the embassy blows up after these insurgents see him. And, you know, he's he, he's trying to get back to his wife and kids who are on the outside of the fence of the embassy. And he does. And he's like, we got to go. And so they're they're on the run again. And I kind of had ideas. You know, what? like, go ahead. Like what? No, like no. What? I was just saying they were kind of out of ideas at that point. That oh, was their only thing ideas. was to go to yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. to go to the embassy. It's like, oh shit, right? And so they're then they they're trying to get away from these these guys chasing them, and they get to this this old farmer guy's place, and they're like knocking on the the front door and he answers and they, they, they kind of force their way in and the guy's like, no, you got to get out. Oh, that's the, the monk. It's, it's almost like a yeah. temple. Yeah. A monastery maybe. And I'm not asking Google, but yeah, something yeah. along those lines. No, oh, Google. I didn't mean it. Stop. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. She, she became like third host very quickly. And <laughs> yeah. She could take over some shit. Um, so, the the monk guy he's like okay you come in and you hide and he puts them in this like shrub bush 
And then the guys, <laughs> yeah. the guys That's that were what chasing it is. shrubbery, right? And Owen Wilson, the guys that were chasing Owen uh, Wilson, get to the 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 monk's house, and they're you know they throw him on the ground. They're like you know, are you hiding people or what are you doing? And they go around and. They're they know looking. they're in there pretty much. Yeah, they're, like they, they're looking. They're yeah. looking for Owen Wilson's family. And, and one of the guys sets a gun down, and Owen Wilson's like, "Ooh, if I get gun, we win." Is basically yeah, it's what, very it's very American of him. I, I love I love <laughs> this part of the movie. Oh, do you? I, it, it I got me got my red blooded. You know, Mary. Right. I had I had Toby Keith playing in my head while Yuck. he was doing this, and like he tries to. To, to get this gun, but then the one of the guys that and one of the down. worst attempts. This is one of the scenes where I'm like, there's just a couple real bad decisions here. Um, yeah, by a couple of people, and of course you're going to make bad decisions in a panic situation. You do what you think is best, right? So I don't necessarily have a problem with that in the movie, and and but the characters make some pretty stupid decisions. Like he goes to try to get one gun, which is not going to help him against a group of people, each of which has a gun, right? Right. And then his wife sees that he's about to get caught, and her genius plan yeah, is to get caught. Yeah. It's it's the, the hey, I'm over here. What? And then she's like, go get the gun. Okay, I, I get You're hoping that maybe that clears him up to go get the gun, but the gun's already in the hands of someone else. And then he tackles them, and then they all get captured. Well, and this is... this. And I say this for good reason. It's the worst scene in the movie. It's because it's just it's a plot point to reintroduce Pierce Brosnan's character, and you know as and like you said, probably the, your least favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, I would say that so. Lake Lake Bell's character is being held down, and it's impl- it's implied that the the main bad guy is about to to rape her. And Owen Wilson is, you know, trying to display the 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 depth of acting that that we all know that he has does not have shown. Okay, um, and then all this, I'm gonna kill all of a sudden, Pierce Brosnan's character is reintroduced. Thank God at at the very last second, and he's being held up. Oh yeah, along along with Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers is there. Oh, what a great day! But he's but Kenny Rogers is playing a uh you know another insurgent with his face wrapped and he looks the part, and uh, he forces Pierce Brosnan's character on his knees, and then Pierce Brosnan was like, "I'll I'll get one, two, and three. You get four, five, and six. Yeah, and they did it in a coded way that I thought was kind of cool because I didn't catch it until like he just kind of railed the numbers off. I'm like, what? and then they did their thing, and I was like, oh, that is kind of cool. I like that part of it. Yeah, no, and I mean, Pierce Brosnan is charismatic enough to where I'm not upset that his character is reintroduced. Right. <laughs> I I just didn't enjoy the way that it happened. Yeah. It, very very haphazardly, and uh, it was a a very convenient spot to reintroduce Pierce Brosnan, and so. Uh, they end up killing the the guys, the insurgent guys. And Pierce Brosnan tells Owen Wilson and his family, "Hey, I know of a safe spot that we can we can kind of oh, catch yeah, our breath." Oh, yeah, sure, and, safe. Thanks. Yeah. 
And so it's on top of a nearby building. And this, they all go again, up there. Okay, yeah. All right, here's another part I didn't think was very smart. Okay, Pierce Brosnan is supposed to be the brains, right? He's the guy who's yeah. been in situations like this before. It's clear he has some sort of military skill or at least like the whole firearms thing. He's shown himself to be quite adept and skilled. Now, I'm no botanist, but it seems to me sleeping on a roof with other buildings around that are taller than yours is a bad idea. In this particular phrase you used last week, I'm no botanist. No, you don't have the high ground, Anakin. Yeah, they didn't have the high ground, Anakin. And I, I didn't get it. Like, if you're on the tallest building, great. They are surrounded by taller buildings, and there is plenty so it, of room inside the building. Yeah. It's it's in this scene where we get a lot of exposition. Yes. Um, and it's like almost an exposition dump because it, it's, it's, not the a first, good one. it's the first— It's the first— Like, it's, it's the first bit of story we've gotten since almost the beginning of the movie. And we learn that Pierce Brosnan is a hired sort of gun by these company in these countries that are. I don't even care. I don't even want to right. talk no, about it. But, but like, I mean, no, it's, I get it's, it, but... it's a it's a political uh, thing, and that's what essentially the the plot boils down to is that countries, other big countries, set up these small countries to fail, uh, to, to to fail and take advantage of them, and it's a very political. Uh, you know, exposition piece. And it doesn't and fit the no, movie. No, it doesn't. Right. Like, You're I right. mean, it, it's totally, and this is, again, what I said when we talked about, what was our movie last week? No, two weeks the ago. they fall. Uh, hell or high water. Yeah, where they talked about the banking crisis, right? Yeah. And we were just like, ah, this just, and I said in that review, and it holds true here, show, don't tell, right? Um, yeah. And just make the story about that process and the people that are involved. And I think that to do it properly and to really make it work, you would need to have the insurgents at least be something you could sympathize with. Right. Because here, Pierce Brosnan is laying out why America and other rich countries are the enemy. And yet the insurgents in the movie are pure evil. They kill men, women, and children, right? Without any and, and uh, attempt to sexually assault some, you know? And so there's no um, sympathy that can be shown where you say, hey, this is our side of the story. This is what is happening to our country because of, you know, America or whoever. Oh, the the movie makes no no bones about portraying these these native people to this country as murderous killers. Right. There's no there's no redeeming quality to right. why they're doing what and they're I, doing. And I think that's a missed opportunity if you're wanting to actually have a message. I'm fine with them not ha- just being fodder to push the plot along if you're not trying to actually choke you know make us choke down some sort of message because if you're trying to do that that means you're supposed to be presenting some sort of uh noble means some intention to show um that 
you know, these countries are being wronged. And if that's your plan, you have to show us what it looks like from the point of view of the people of that country. Right. And, and I, it, I don't I don't believe for a minute that this movie was ever interested in, in showcasing yeah. any, anything about the the people of Thailand or whatever the country is. An unnamed country on the border of Vietnam. Of Vietnam, right. And so I, I we could have done without the the exposition from Pierce Brosnan to Owen Wilson about I think you, you make know, the same movie again. You take out the water company thing and yeah. you just make it an insurgent. You you, yeah. you just make it uh hey, we have this ruler we don't like. Right. And, and uh, this American family is caught in the crossfire. Yeah, that's all you have to do. And I th- That's it. But because they shoehorned in this subplot at the what, 50 minute mark that yeah. is <laughs> you know, oh yeah, by the way, here's what's happening politically. It it turns it ruins the rest of the movie. Not ruins. It makes. It means that the rest of the movie should have been focusing more on that. And I I think that because we got the political aspect of this movie, it then and and we don't ever hear from it ever again. Never after this. Point. After it's like it establishes the motive. Of this badass character, right? This character yeah. that we all like, that there's been, and along with Kenny Rogers, that they've put a, a little bit of time into, and we needed to know, we needed to know the motive for uh, Pierce Brosnan. Otherwise, what is he doing here? You know what I mean? Um, and that could have gone a lot of different ways. He could have just been some retired navy seal you know some drunk yeah. you know it, it yeah i think it was them trying to do something more than the the movie was capable of doing the so after this fact uh kenny rogers is killed in an insult oh, and battle. just unceremoniously yeah uh and i didn't want we, him we, to die get, i like kenny rogers we get one final parting shot of his oh. blown up face and he's just done okay he's but dead Fortunately, Pierce Brosnan does not go out like this because, A, he does go out, sad to say, but he goes out like just a boss. Yeah. No, the, he, uh, he get, well, he gets shot on the rooftop. and bleeding so, out. Yeah, and he's, he, he helps Owen Wilson and the family get down from, from the building, and they get down, and he tells them, hey, you got to get to the river and get down, down river because – the border of the Vietnam's only a couple miles away. And, you know, he tells Owen Wilson, you go, I got this, I'll be all right, whatever, whatever. And so Pierce Brosnan sees a truck coming for whatever reason. It's just, it's just a truck. He's being pursued. Yeah, there's no point. It's one dude in a truck. I yeah. don't even know that we're sure that this is an insurgent. He could be going to work. I mean, he's going home from doing his job. Yeah, he's like, ah, all right, time to go see the wife and kids. It's been a rough day. Oh, Lord. I mean, everybody's killing each other on these streets. Heading home. What what, what the hell is this in the middle of the road? It's Pierce Pierce, Brosnan. Yeah, no, Pierce Brosnan shoots him, you know, through the windshield. kills this innocent man. In the head. And the truck flips. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. 
truck it doesn't crashes. flip. Yeah. It crashes and and like takes out Pierce Brosnan with it. But Pierce Brosnan is like, I'm ready to. He's screaming. Yeah. He, he went out on top. Like he said, I'm taking you with me, regardless of whether it was an insurgent or just an innocent bystander. He is it, not going out alone. It doesn't really fit the rest of the film. No, I agree. And and it's it's out of place, but it's it's Pierce it's Brosnan. It's a fun scene. And, I yeah, liked and you, it. <laughs> and you're like you're like all right, you know, cool. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's dead now. Now what are they gonna do? Yeah. And so, so we get to the scene that really, to me, one of two scenes that really shows why uh, I don't think Owen Wilson has a lot of range. He it starts to rain, and maybe I'm I'm jumping a bit. I don't think I am, and. He he's his wife's like, what do we do now? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he's starting to be on the verge of like a panic attack. But it just he's just like no selling it to use a wrestling term. And it, it kind of it and I don't I'm not I'm not trying to jump the gun, but I don't know if you've seen the movie Wyatt or starring um, the lesser of two tombstones. Oh, God. Uh, starring Kevin Costner. But there's You're doing this, it on purpose. I am not. Uh, well, anyway, but this stars Kevin Costner, and in this movie, his brother dies, and it zooms in on his face, and I swear, his face looks like he's just looking at the dollar menu at a McDonald's, and he's trying to decide what he wants, and that's what this. The is. man orders a McChicken, all right? Sure. And he orders a medium fry, and that's what his face looks like when he does it, and that's what <laughs> Owen Wilson is here. He's ordering off the dollar menu at McDonald's. And his wife, I, uh, the the actress, has to carry him. And well, and so the the, the scene is uh, it's some soft. more insurgents come and and they 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 get Owen Wilson before they can get on the boat and they get, they grab his daughter. Yeah, so they're trying they, to get to this river. There's a point in the movie where Pierce Brosnan says, "Just get to that river, head that yeah. way, and you'll get to Vietnam. And if you get into Vietnam, they have to give you asylum. Uh, asylum. Yeah. And I actually think this is one of the best." scenes of the movie again i don't think it's owen wilson having the range to do what is asked of him here um, but he gets captured trying to get a boat by several insurgents and his daughter his oldest daughter panics and goes to try to save him so she gets captured and now this is probably the most evil thing the guy does right the the main there's a scarred faced man who's the main baddie and he has a gun that he puts in the hands of the girl and aims it at Owen Wilson. And then he holds his own gun to the head of the girl. And he's like, you kill your dad or I kill you. And so Owen Wilson, being the dad, is like, just do it, honey. You know, because all he's thinking about is trying to save his daughter. And for what that scene is, I didn't feel much. Because I just, I don't buy Owen Wilson in that moment. But then... um. His wife comes up, Lake Bell, and she hits the dude with the oar and she beats him. And I was gritting my teeth with rage because I could feel it like the way her performance was was just that much more elevated than what Owen was able to do in that. Scene. I, th- I th- and I, I agree with you. I think the that scene in particular was meant to uh, maybe showcase Owen Wilson a bit, but ends up being more about Lake Bell's character. Yeah, and I and again, um, I just don't think he has, and it's fine. Uh, 
for a movie you rent on a weekend, you know, like, hey, that was that's fine, you know, but I don't, I think that, uh, you know, he just doesn't quite have the range to, to, to make me understand where he is emotionally. It just feels stunted. So that's so after like, after like Bill, uh, whaps the guy. I mean, it's like wax him, kills him. Maybe, yeah. Probably. Basically. Uh, and they, they, they all group hug and then they pile onto the boat and they start rowing, you know, upstream or downstream, whatever they're, down this river. They head towards Vietnam. Heading towards Vietnam and, and like this uh before they can get to the they can see the border to Vietnam and it's a bridge. And it's got Vietnam flags on it and all this. But before they get there, a uh, uh a truck full of insurgents sees them and shines a spotlight on them and is yelling out things to him, probably telling him to stop. And uh, Owen Wilson is telling him, hey, we just got to keep going, keep rowing. And then right before they get to the bridge at Vietnam, the Vietnam soldiers are telling them in English, hey, you cannot come into Vietnam territory. Uh, you must turn back now. And Owen Wilson's yelling back at him, hey, we're seeking asylum. We're American, this and that. And and we're coming in. And he's telling, he's telling the Vietnam soldiers, we're coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like... I, I, I like the scene is because it, it was the last ditch effort of Owen Wilson propelling his family to what he thought was safety. Um, and that's what the entire movie was about. The entire movie was about Owen Wilson continuously trying to get his family to safety. And in the last moments of the film is because after, after the family gets into Vietnam territory after they cross under the bridge the vietnam soldiers automatically turned their guns to the insurgents and was like hey get get out of here uh these people are in vietnam now and if you fire upon them we'll take that as an act of war yeah and as as americans know you don't want to start a war in vietnam um yes and so uh, and, and the movie essentially ends after that. Uh, so we get another scene. So one of the running things is the oldest daughter's, what, tell me the story of how I was born. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, well, one night your mom and I had some drinks. And No, yeah. he, so they talk about the day she was born. And it's actually a, an effective story uh, of her her being stillborn. And then, uh, you know, she needs to hear, she, you know, uh, Owen Wilson is the dad in the delivery room telling his wife she needs to hear your voice, tell her to breathe, and then she comes to life. And again, this is another scene where I'm like, this could have been way more effective uh, in the hands of a better actor. Um, See, like I, 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 I hear you, and I, and I get that. And they could have 100 percent. They could have cast uh, a Matt Damon in the role, or. Uh, you know, any other higher level actor than Raul Julia <laughs> back from the grave for one <laughs> night only. I would watch uh, it, <laughs> but like, I, I, I think this director purposely went with Owen Wilson, knowing the stigma behind Owen Wilson, and knowing that he's been typecast and only accepted roles pretty much in the realm of comedy 
and decided to make an a-, a tense, thrilling action film with this man in his leading spot because he thought he could do something with Owen Wilson and perhaps allow Owen Wilson to showcase a different side of acting. And to me, I appreciate that. I appreciate sure. going Owen Wilson completely going out of his way to be in this action movie. That's not all action. It's, I mean, most of it's just thrilling and doing a capable job. Yeah. I, I don't, good... I don't think, I don't think Owen Wilson is bad in this movie. No, I don't think like at all. I don't think, uh, the, like, I don't think he brought the movie down. Right. He just didn't elevate it. That that's how I would describe it. Right. And so, I, I think the movie does a lot of good things and and I think the the best part of it is is the directing. I thought it was very I mean and we talked about editing last week or the week before last. Yeah, we love and, talking about editing. Right. And I, I thought this movie was edited oh, phenomenally. I, I Well, I mean like, you're talking about an hour and 43 minutes long. Listen, Hey, and this movie never misses a beat. You someone be call a, Scorsese you and right. let them know, hey, your movie doesn't need to be six hours long. <laughs> Tune in next week for Silence, which is basically what I'm going to have to say about that hot garbage. I'm going into my own movie negative. How about that's a <laughs> twist of a theme right there, man? <laughs> I just, I, I think I, I, I enjoyed this movie because... It would. I got. I got to watch uh, an actor, and it's almost like, it's almost like taking Ben Stiller and putting him in, or not Ben Stiller, uh, Adam Sandler, and putting him into Uncut Gems. All right, I know you hated the movie, but it's put. It's putting him out, outside of his, outside of his comfort but, zone, uh, and making and 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 allowing him to act in a movie that you've. That is completely different than what you're used to seeing him in. Uh, okay. Re- regardless of how you like the movie, it's the same effect. Sure. Sometimes and so I, it I, works. Sometimes you know, it doesn't. Sometimes right. it doesn't. So I think the fact that Owen Wilson was capable here is is a win. Uh, and I think that he. I mean, yeah. There's vast amount of actors that probably could have portrayed the character that Owen Wilson played better. But I think him being this typecast comedic actor playing this action oriented role allowed me to see him differently and it allowed me to appreciate his, his range a bit more. Okay. And with all that said, do you recommend the movie? Well, I don't think we can use recommendations this week. Or this this month, I oh, think I okay. think so we the have question to is, ask each other is: Did this elevate or improve Owen Wilson's standing in your mind um, as an actor? Gotcha. Do you hate him less? Uh, no, I don't hate him less. Um, and I don't hate him more. <laughs> like it certainly wasn't like this is why I hate this guy. You know what I mean? It it was just. I think the I think you picked the right movie in the sense that there were a lot of opportunities for him to go to that next level of acting and in several yeah. of the scenes we described and I think he fell short 
And um, he wasn't as annoying as he normally is, so I guess that's kind of a win. Um, but I still don't feel like he's that competent. Like, I'm not going to buy a ticket for a movie he's in. I just... He's not there yet to me as far as acting goes. And, I, and the other thing is, is like you mentioned all the com- he's typecast as this comedy performer. I can't name a good comedy he's in. I know a lot of people like Wedding Crashers. I'm particularly not fond of that movie. Also, Ilsa Fisher blows everyone else in that movie out of the water. Um, But I just I, I'm I don't see anything for me that I enjoy in his performance here or in any of his movies that I've seen. This is uh, Oscar nominee Owen Wilson to you, by the way. I'm just letting you know this, this man trigger me. It doesn't man, matter. This man was not, Bro, this man wrote, wrote the Royal Tenenbaums. Did you I know don't that? care. So, Did you know that? okay, but he acted in it too. And that's what we're here for. Now, <laughs> Here's the other thing, is that uh, yeah, boy, Steve Carell was nominated for an Oscar for Foxcatcher. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he so didn't please, win. That doesn't matter. But okay. they, they I, my point is, is that as I've stated many times, it doesn't really hold any water with me. That's fa- that's fair, and I, I'm I'm fine with it. This this the exercise of this month was to attempt. Yeah. And I to think get I've been fair. To, I don't. Yes, I absolutely think you have, and I applaud you for your effort. I, I did not come into this saying, I'm going to slay him. And I just, I, I just think that uh, he hit his limit as far as his capabilities as a performer. There is a, what is the name? Lost in London. I think, it, I think that's what it is. It's a, nope, it's not the movie. Okay. Um, are you on Hub? Where? Anyway. Uh, what? What? <laughs> I don't know. Listen. <laughs> All right. Um. What are we doing next week? So, uh, I now I have. To, oh man, damn it! Can we just watch No Escape again, and then we'll, I'll just give it another try. Fudge. Okay, so we're gonna watch Silence from 2016. I gave this movie to Mark because he doesn't like Andrew Garfield, and come to find out. I really stacked the deck against myself because he also doesn't like Adam Driver. In his own words, maybe even more so. <laughs> yeah, he, he he almost made the short list. And this, uh, this movie's two hours and 41 minutes long. It's called Listen, Silence. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're going to watch this. And goddamn if Adam just... Driver isn't the first thing you see when you go to the IMDb. Oh, it's, it's just... I, don't, I mean, he's got these ears that stick out and this big old fucking nose. I'm not going to make fun of And he's got this stupid, stupid ass goatee that he always wear at every single movie he's in. And it's just like... Uh, he really didn't have one in uh, Marriage Story. Debunk that. Oh, that's another fucking... <laughs> God. I triggered him. Listen, I, I watched I watched that movie. I... I be- because he got nominated for a fucking Oscar. I, oh, 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 here we go. I'm going to turn you around. That's going to be one <laughs> one month. It's going to be we're going to make each other turn the corner on Oscars. You know, I'm going to give you where movies where they blew it with the Oscar and you try to give me one where they nail it with the Oscar. I think the, the redeeming quality behind silence will be Liam Neeson 
and his calming presence. I actually think I'm actually glad because, again, the point isn't Adam. If Adam Driver stinks this movie up, that's not a problem because we're here for Andrew Garfield. And if Adam Driver, by you hating him so much, elevates Andrew Garfield in your mind, that's You've enough won. for me. You've won. I've won at that point. <laughs> and just fortuitously so. I'm looking forward to recording the episode with you. I am not looking forward to watching this snooze fest of a movie. And it probably is a snooze It's fest. Scorsese. Uh, the only bright side is the screenplay was written by a guy named Jay Cox. Um <laughs> C O C K. Anyway, I don't know. How does he spell Cox? Uh, C O X. Now, um, okay. Uh, quick on the gun on that one. <laughs> that was a fun episode, Mark. Ay ay Hey, so um, if you want to, if you want to get at the podcast on the on the Twitter sphere, uh, you can do so at Movie Draft House. Make sure you you throw us some recommendation for some themes or some music for or the even pod. just a movie. Hey, I want you guys to record this movie, and guess what? We'll think of a theme. We'll find yeah, a way we'll to get fit it a done. Theme around it. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll kind of like Western month. Yeah, yeah, we'll but. do West. Hey, okay, stop, Jeff. Stop. That was last <laughs> month. It's a brand new month. Everything's great. We're gonna watch Silence. Uh, if you want to get a mark on Twitter, you can. It's I heard you liked. <laughs> Also, be hey, sure to check out my other podcast, Spielberg Chronologically, coming to you yesterday, the second. Uh, the first episode just came out. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Um, what's the first? What's the first movie? It's called Duel. It's about a killer truck. <laughs> hey, you know who else has got a movie named The Last Duel? Who also plays a villain that you have? A, he has a very punchable face. Adam Fucking Driver. <laughs> um, anyway. You liked that movie though. No, that I did. I, that I didn't change that. your opinion on him? <laughs> no, it's because he plays the bad guy, and I was rooting against him the entire hey, movie. Hey, all right. That's um, a good heel. Yeah, it, he is a good heel. It's, a, it's been wrestling corner with Jeff. Um, the music this month is Hotel Fiction with their, uh, their song, Think Twice. Uh, you can catch their music wherever you get yours. Please give them a follow, uh, like, uh, rate, subscribe, do all the things, catch the show notes, and uh, catch us next week when we review the Martin Scorsese hit. Oh, silence. silence. Why don't you leave your denim at the door? Take your Air Force back to the store. You're not yourself anymore. Oh, you think you have me pinned down, but I won't settle down. No, I won't settle out